Hey guys, it's Deborah. So I'm doing this on the fly. I just put a bunch of slides together to catch up with you guys and talk to you guys and just give you some updates um, about me and stuff and at the end. But first, let's just go through these slides, just some news things and stuff like that. Ah, oh, I was just talking for so long and then my thing just stopped working, my, my phone app that I use. So I have to start again. Anyway, you guys don't know this, but it was just frustrating. Okay, let me read this. Um... Community post from Aussie Fig Tree Online. This wasn't 10 hours ago. It was a couple days ago and I took a snapshot because it was really good. Okay. Important barren fig tree parable rapture update. I have always read the second half of Psalm 9010 as saying it will soon, it will be soon cut off and then we fly away. But on reading the Hebrew and the Strong's, a more accurate meaning would quick would be quickly or suddenly. This aligns with the idea of a sudden snatching away and also Jesus' statement, behold, I come quickly. So in the context of Psalm 90, 10 and the 70 to 80 years, rather than saying that the rapture will happen soon after the 70 years, instead, we would read it as sometime after the seven years, but quickly or suddenly. It's not soon. It's like suddenly. In other words, without any notice given when they say peace and safety, sudden destruction. So I just wanted to bring that up because it's interesting to go into the Strong's and see like how did the Hebrew or Greek word really mean? Like how did they view that word? And it fits with the suddenly because of obviously this verse, peace and safety and sudden destruction. And also when it says they will be eating and drinking, giving in marriage, and then um, they will... Um, and then sudden destruction will come. So they won't have any notice. It'll be like the days of Noah and the days of Lot. They were completely living normal lives, laughing. Noah, uh, Lot's sons were laughing at him. So everything was fine. Now, that doesn't mean there can't be pockets of the world going through hard things. But in overall, there's still people living quite normally. Um, and then I heard one time in the spirit um, that God works in waiting and then suddenly, something like that, where what I mean is, we live these mundane lives, these like things th take so long, they drag on. You're like, is this thing ever going to end? Or am I ever going to get this breakthrough? Am I ever going to get this healing? Am I ever going to get a job? And am I ever going to get a house? Will I ever have a kid? Will I ever find a spouse? Will the rapture ever happen? <laughs> you know, all the things. And then when it happens, it's like suddenly it feels like I've given this analogy before where you're writing a test and you have all this time, say you have an hour to do an exam and that seems like really, really long. And then you've put so much into it. You're so exhausted. You're kind of slowing down by the end. You're like, I'm just, oh, this was a lot. And then when the teacher says, put your pencils down, do not write another thing. It's like that just comes so suddenly and you have, I won't say regret, but sometimes regret where you're like, whoa, I thought I had more time. You know, that feeling of I would have done more. And I think that's just how this is all going to go down. I mean, it is. But I thought it was interesting that he sees that with Psalm 9010 because what I feel about the fig tree generation is it's a generation. I mean, basically, we don't know how it's exactly going to break down because, one, the days are shortened, the tribulation, so that no one will perish. Or Sorry, otherwise all flesh will perish. I'm paraphrasing. But basically, the days will be shortened. Um, so we don't know exactly how that's going to look. Um, we do get the 2,000... 550 days that whole thing but um 1690 days and then okay so the two halves were the time and time and a half times two but he says the days are shortened anyway so what i'm trying to say is that um if there are human beings still alive right now who are born around 1948 that means that generation still has not passed away so that's we don't need to be super specific on it it's just 
the generation hasn't passed away. They are still alive and we still have that time. So instead of going to like a tea, oh, it has to be on this day or something like that. So I wanted to bring this up because I just thought it was interesting that it will happen so suddenly. And just to relate it to real life stuff where you do feel like things just drag on. And even in our situation now, we're all like, when is this happening? And even like the war right now with Russia, it's like, uh, I thought this was going to be like a fast thing. And here it is months and months Um, I think it's like over six months, a long time later, and it's still like it is. And um, but when it happens, it will be so sudden. The whole thing, it's just going to feel like just crazy sudden. So anyway, I just wanted to share that because I thought it was interesting. If the Strongs does really say it like that, um, then I just want everybody to view it like that because we're in this time of waiting and mundane, this longing and it's just you know that but we don't want to be like where God's basically in essence saying you know put your pencils down you cannot write another word you cannot add another jot or tittle to your life what you've done so far is what you've done you know what I mean because when you're in the moment you're like I have so much time and even if you're dragging and tired or whatever, like no matter what you're feeling, um, you know, by the end of a race, you're exhausted. This is a race and we're in a marathon type thing and we're coming to the end and you're exhausted. So inevitably you may, you know, slow down, but hopefully we'll get maybe a glimpse of that finish line just before he calls the trumpet sound and we'll sprint to the finish because once he says pencils down, that's it. We are out of the age of grace. We will be into the age of Jacob's trouble where it's whole different rules in that game. So, okay, let me move to the next thing. So, yeah, I thought I'd just go over some different news articles. This one, I mean, they're not all that new, but just in case people aren't up to date. The United States has reaffirmed its commitment to defend every inch of NATO territory as closed door discussions by the Alliance Nuclear Planning Group got underway in Brussels. Now, I don't remember when this was, but this was not too long ago. As members on Thursday, so it might have been, I don't know if it was last week or a little older, um, pressed ahead with plans to hold a nuclear exercise. Russia bristled and issued warnings should Ukraine ever join NATO. Kiev is well aware that such a step would mean a guaranteed escalation to a World War III. Deputy Secretary of Russia's Security Council, Alexander Ventikov, um, okay, I don't know if I said that right, um, told the state um, task news agency, the suicidal nature of such a step is understood by NATO members themselves. So that speaks for itself. They can't join NATO. And see, they put those World War Three things out there again. Like that's the wording that we're hearing. And then this, I know you guys probably saw, this was a warning that went out in Russia about a nuclear attack, um, how to prepare and stuff like that. It's obviously in Russian, but um, this is a community post, I think, by somebody. It says, urgent Russia issue civil defense instructions to entire population radiation. Oh, it's a radiation alert. School children in every single city and town in Russia brought home official government notices today telling families what to do in civil defense emergencies like radiation. Poster boards are going up in mass transit stations at city halls and shopping centers with the exact same message. New York City did the same. Um, so Hal Turner talks about that. Um, it's just interesting because it's like when people like me and I'm sure many of you have warned family and friends that the Lord is telling us something big is happening. We're in the very end. And they all say they've been saying that for ages. We've always been in the end. We've been in the end for 2000 years. And, you know, they don't believe that God talked to us personally. And 
I have, you know, anyway, the point is now look at the world. Now look what's going on. And it says New Jersey too. The state of New Jersey also began warning its population of nuclear emergencies with large poster boards and shopping malls. In September, New Jersey placed giant ads on the sides of transit buses with same warnings and other countries too. Just this week, the country of Finland told its citizens to get potassium iodine pills, take radiation emergency, emergency, um, take in a a radiation emergency. So I guess just the pills, the iodine pills and all that stuff. So it's happening all over. This is a little bit old. I just wanted to touch base in case people don't know. And yeah, I mean, things like this have happened before, but obviously not in this convergence. It's the convergence. That's the word of the day, like it's been for the last few years. So here's another, um, I think it's like a Twitter thing. Instant news alerts. Israel and Lebanon have reached a U.S. brokered agreement to settle their long disputed maritime border. Israeli Prime Minister Ye- Yair Lapid said Tuesday, potentially unlocking significant offshore gas productions. So as you know, that's just, that's a bit of old news, but not that old. Basically, it's a type of dividing the land, I think, again. So I'm not too sure about it. But from what I've heard, it's just more giving up things that are supposed to be Israel's. And um, yeah, I don't know too much about it, but it's caused a stir. Like there's a lot of stir. Now, from what I hear... um, Lebanon was saying a lot of threatening things, but people on the radio were saying that they don't really have the ability to, um, you know, kind of attack Israel or I don't know fully, but basically there was a lot of um, back and forth verbiage and like they were saying obviously like things about bombing Israel or making them no more or something. So the whole point is it's about dividing things, taking things away from Israel because of peace and safety. It's all for the sake of peace and safety. When Jesus said, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword to divide. And when they say peace and safety, sudden destruction comes. So yeah, that's, it's more of that. And it's leading to the the dividing of the, the land in general. Okay. So you have another one in the Washington Examiner. China urges all citizens to evacuate Ukraine. Um, again, this is a bit old. It's um, actually, it's not that old. This one's from October 16th. So yeah, that's really weird. I mean, it's, I say the word convergence again, because when anybody says, oh, this has been happening forever, all of this, no. Okay. Here's another one. Hossein, Hussein Al-Shaka. Okay. The minister of civil affairs in the Palestinian authority and designated to succeed Abu Mazan this morning welcomes the Australian decision to withdraw its recognition of West Jerusalem as Israel's capital. So they are withdrawing that Australia. They're not saying Jerusalem's Israel capital anymore. That's big. Here's another one. China, India asking their citizens to leave Ukraine, Serbia, close embassy in Kiev, CIS countries telling citizens to leave. Some countries can set, can read the map very well. They know Putin better than the Western world does. So that previous um, little slide that I had up there, it was basically with Australia saying, no, it's not the capital. It's kind of going back to, um, it's, it's again about the dividing of the land. Lapid wants to give Palestine their own section and I think in a way by Australia and other countries coming out of that, it's just pushing that to be closer. Okay. And then this other countries leaving um, Ukraine. I mean, that just says it all. They're urging their citizens. You have people telling them, take iodine pills, get the kits or not take the pills, but get the kits. Um, I live near actually a 
some sort of plant where they give out these iodine kits. They've been doing it for, you know, since the plant's been around for like 50, 100 years or whatever. So that's not new. So we get these kits. Um, but yeah, this is, it's about convergence. Um, and yeah, that's some of the latest news. I'm sure you guys know. Then I want to touch on one other, th or I think two other things. So yeah, um, this is Henry Groover. I don't know a ton about him, but it's kind of important what he, what he talked about back in the 90s, I think it was. He saw submarines attack America. I don't remember everything about it, but basically he saw, you know, America getting annihilated um, from an attack, I think, from Russia. And it was like, um, like so unex unexpected. Um, I did share a little clip of something on one of my videos where Henry Groover said back in either the 80s or the 90s, he said, when Russia opens its door to the masses and all the other countries let start letting them in, then this is when this attack's going to happen. So he thought that stuff was going to happen back in the 90s or 80s or whenever. Um, there was a lot of, I guess, tension back then. And um, that's why people are like, when we talk about the Lord giving us dreams, visions, talking to us in different ways, showing so many of us that his coming is in our generation, people bring it back to, yeah, but Henry Groover thought this in the 90s and all this stuff. And I just bring it to the convergence. But I have a very unique story because I wasn't into end times at all until my twins were diagnosed with autism when they, and then the Lord told me, and I didn't know about any of this, that there is um, issues with immunizations and things like that. And, um, and then I went on this whole thing with, and then he showed me it's about my return and that there's like this whole plot and plan. And I knew this way before this demic, I'll say, I don't know what word I can say, but, um, I was talking about this since 2018. So he had combined those two issues, their yearly childhood immunizations. I don't know if that's a fine word to say, whatever. And linked to end times. So he linked those two together before anyone I ever heard ever did ever. Now I'm sure some people kind of did, but you know, this was traumatic to our family and for him to open my eyes like that. That's why it hurt when friends and family, some of them didn't believe me. Cause I'm like, uh, you don't think the Lord's telling me this? I mean, it's not because I just got on some end times train or, Oh, you know, all of a sudden there's a demic and, I, a P-demic, and I am just jumping on the train of end times, like, so it doesn't matter. All I know is people won't, are going to believe what they want to believe, and especially if they're very, very still ingrained in this world, or they have a decently nice life. Um, I don't know, there's many reasons why people don't see things, and you can only say things, and some people won't hear, but it's the convergence. But with this Henry Groover thing, it is hard because people have been saying this for a while. Mind you, he would be part of the generation. I mean, since 1948. So was it so wrong of him to be talking like that in the 90s? Not really. Um, but anyway, if you guys don't know, he did say that about Russia, that when they open their doors to the mass, then let their masses go. And what's happening with the conscription, they're letting lots of people leave. They Not letting, they're just leaving um, men, right? So I don't know if it's coming true now, but there's a twist to this. Listen to this. I listened to some of his dream, but not all of it. Uh, guess what the part two is about? The part two is about the new King of England. Prince C or King C. 
the new King of England. His vision in the 90s is about him. So I'll put a link in the comment section. I'll put it as a pinned comment at the top. So if you want to listen to it, it's, uh, yeah, it's like a podcast of his dream from like the 90s. So the first part is about Russia opening his doors to the masses. And the second part is about Prince C at the time he was at. I mean, why would he dream about him of all people when he wasn't even, I mean, you know, the queen was still alive. He was just a prince. Like, I, and it was very, who knew, I mean, who, I guess we all knew he could be king, but who knew that these two events would happen almost in the exact same time that this war would break out with Russia and the queen would die almost at the same time. She could have died 20 years ago or she could die. She could die. She could live to be a hundred and then it would be years apart. These events happen at the same time. And his dream was about these two things. That really was like, whoa. So what he dreamt was, well, you'll hear the dream. It was a little weird. Um, and then there was a part to it that didn't fit. And this is where I want to talk to you for a moment about dreams. So I was listening to his whole dream yesterday. And in the end, or closer to the end, he talks about this general. And of course, I forgot his name. I think his name is Alexander Labid or something. Okay, it sounded like Lapid, but it wasn't. He'll say it in the dream. It was a Russian like a general or something. He was running for, to be president. So, um, basically of Russia. And so he, um, this, I forget his name. Oh gosh. I think it was Alexander Labet, Labet or something like that. So the point is in Henry Groover's dream, this guy was stepping up and saying, you know, we're going to destroy the world. And I don't know, he was leading and doing all this stuff. This guy is dead now. This guy is dead. So in Henry Groover's dream, this guy was like stepping up to the plate and either leading this charge. I think he's the one who said, okay, we're going to attack now, attack now. So this guy can't do that. In Henry Groover's dream, it was him. So I was like, oh, this dream is not legit. It's fake. It's false. Forget it. Like it got me upset. I was like, what? Like, does like everything was so on par. And then you get to this one general guy who apparently is leading everything and he's dead. He died in 02. So I was at first, I was praying. I was, I mean, I hope I prayed. I was falling asleep. So now I can't remember, but I do need to pray. The point is it threw me off. But then I started thinking about some dreams and visions and stuff like that. So some dreams seem like they are just a warning. They're not prophetic. They're a warning. So they don't come to pass sometimes exactly as is, but they can partially come to pass. And it depends on the recipient, how they take it. Um, did people pray? Did things change or whatever? So was there repentance or whatever? So basically, maybe you know, I don't know. I don't know why he saw that guy. I just know I want to give an example of a dream that came to pass, but not exactly to a T. So that actually kind of happened to me once, I believe. But let me give an example of one that I really remember. So I have this friend and she dreamt that this happened probably like this happened mid pandemic, maybe, you know, it was when the third dose came out, the third one. So she dreamt that she was in, and I could have this wrong, I think a shopping mall or a drugstore or something. And then she heard over the announcements, and I'm probably not remembering it perfectly, but something like this, that you can go get your third one now. And she knew it wasn't mandatory and they didn't need to get it. And then she was either convincing a woman or many people. I think it was a woman, but she was trying to convince someone. You don't have to get this. You don't have to do this. And they still went and got it and everybody was lining up to get it. 
So then, she, uh, I think that's the end of the dream. So then she told me about this, but here's the kicker. That same day, her very close loved one, a very close loved one that she's been saying, don't get these things, she's got one and two, came to her that day and said, I just got the third. So here's the thing about it. Before she had this dream, me and her were talking about dreams and not coming to pass. Should we trust them? How trustworthy are these visions, things like we know they'll come, but it's just they can be disappointing and confusing. And I believe she had that dream. It was like the next day after we were talking about all this because God wanted to say to her in a small way, these things are not to be ignored. These things are real. Now, obviously, you test the spirits, you test prophecy, you don't despise it. You do all these things, you pray on these things. But he was saying, don't give up. What you're seeing is real. It may not every time being perfect or whatever, but you need to pay attention to these dreams. So the next day after we talk or right after we talk about how we're frustrated about these things, she has this dream but it did not come to pass perfectly in the same way she saw it. She didn't dream of that one loved one getting a third dose. She dreamt of a different scenario, but inevitably it was the same, but different. So it to me confirmed to her that she was hearing from God many of these times and he wanted to encourage her with that. But he, I feel like with this, he also showed me sometimes it's not as we, it's not going to be exactly, it's, it's more symbolic. And I even think about the book of Revelation. I used to struggle when it says there'll be blood up to the horse's bridle. I mean, we don't ride horses. And even if John had seen cars or tanks, would he call them horses? I don't know. I feel like he wouldn't. I would if he said metal things or I don't know what. Well, maybe he wouldn't. Yeah, metal. I don't know what he would have called them, but I highly doubt he would have said up to the horse's bridle. So I don't understand that. It doesn't fit perfectly because I, unless it's just all technology is gone, will the Armageddon battle be fought on horses? I mean, I don't know. So things like that. But what I'm saying is, could it be that this is, some of it is symbolic in a way um, that there will be a lot of bloodshed? Not necessarily, but John had to see it a certain way because he was from that time. Henry Groover said he saw when there were, oh, by the way, Henry Groover said he was raptured when radiation began. So you'll see it if you look, if you listen to the podcast. I didn't know if he talks about a rapture. I didn't even know if he believes in one. But he said as soon as radiation started, when I guess there was nuclear stuff happened, he all of a sudden was shot up into the sky and he watched the rest of the events from heaven. This happened. That's what he said. So, um, yeah. And uh, when he said stuff was happening on Earth, he said he saw nurses with their nurse's hat. Now, nurses don't wear a nurse's hat anymore. I mean, I'm in Canada. I'm not sure <laughs> if they do other places, but I don't really see nurses wearing no nurse's hat. That's like from the 50s or 90s, I guess, um, when he had this. But he saw nurses wearing nurse's hats. Um, so he just mentioned that and that caught me. I just caught it right away. And I was like, oh, wait, what? But again, I, I go back to my friend's dream. It didn't happen just as she saw it, but it still happened. See what I'm saying? So I don't know. Pray on this. I don't like to be deceived. I don't like to share things that aren't correct. But he did see this Russia stuff and then them letting people out of their gates, which is weird. Like, why would they let people out? This is the conscription is seems why. And then at the same time, he dreamt about the new king of England. So I don't know. I just wanted to share that with you guys. I wanted to share about the, um, about the, what's it called? Um, 
all the news items and, and all that. And oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Okay, let me just move on. <laughs> let me move on. If you're looking at the screen, I thought this was cute. Don't worry about dying. You will live forever. All you have to worry about is location, location, location. So cute. So anyway, um, yeah, the last thing I just wanted to touch on was I have decided to start a Patreon page um, for a couple of reasons. One, I had said before, I was thinking like, okay, I have this channel, but this is really kind of more, this is kind of a little bit more all over the place. It's not as polished. I was wondering if I should start a channel too, where it's a bit more, you know, basic, basic level that I could just like hand out business cards, tell people, refer them to my channel. Because this channel, I mean, unless you really know what's going on and you've been, you know, looking at all this stuff for a long time, you just would not know what I'm talking about. And so I was still debating on that and I'm still debating on that. Um, I don't know that we have time for any of this. I'm just continuing to live life till I know I don't need to do this anymore. So um, the reason I was thinking of a Patreon page and is completely up to you guys, I'm going to continue with this channel free of charge, but I wanted to have a smaller community that I feel like is a bit more committed and a bit more just serious. And I'm probably going to make it like a $5 a month thing. Um, I'm not trying to sell the gospel or anything. What I'm going to do is just like private um, vlogs. I'm going to film myself. I'm going to talk a bit more. I'm going to do a little bit of, if anybody does it with me, like interviews and maybe like Bible studies and different things. I'm going to have free content as well. But um, I think of the verse, don't put your pearls before swine. And not that you guys are, but you have just so many people coming in. I've had videos where there's just been loads of new people come in and you just get every type. And I just need some things to be that way and others to be more for a smaller private group. So I just want to tell you that my launch date is supposed to be November 22nd, but I, you know, that may not happen because this may all have like a bunch of stuff might happen before then. But I just want to tell you guys that is my launch date, November 22nd. I'm trying to get things together. Um, the other thing is, um, yeah, like with the private community and stuff, I, I do feel my time is valuable. I, as you know, I'm a mom. I also have a part-time job now. Um, I'm finishing up a course I took to get this job. I hesitated on all these things. I'm like, oh, we might not be here. Oh, war might start. Oh, this might happen. But, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I prayed a lot. It took a lot of decisions to get to where I'm at. And I'm just abiding, you know, not, not abiding, biding the time. No, I am just, what is that word? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just redeeming the time <laughs> while I'm here. But some of the things I don't need to be doing and I've made mistakes, some things, you know, God's given me open doors on. So this I'm praying on still, but I'm moving in this direction. And um, I look at it like the virtuous wife or the virtuous woman, maybe it is, where she went and she knew it said something like she knew. And I'm sorry to paraphrase. I'm, I'm so busy. So sometimes it's hard to get all my stuff together. But it says um, in the virtuous woman in the. And I don't remember what book it is in, but if you look up Virtuous Woman, it says she knew she had something of value to sell and she sold it in the market. I think it was like purple linen that she'd sew or something. She knew she had something of value that she could give back. She could have given away the purple linen. She could have given it all away. And I do. I've been working for free, no ads or nothing on YouTube for years now. But if I want to spend more time with my kids and I want to see if I can have more time away from this part-time job and be home and stuff like that, which is what I'd like. I need to 
supplement that somehow um, or I'd like to. So I do think I have value because I did go to school as a graphic designer. So I think there is things I can give back and just kind of entertainment. So I think I can make it a bit of an entertaining space as well as community so people aren't as lonely. And also um, I'll keep this up, just free work. I've been working for free this whole time, um, which praise God, I'll work for the kingdom, of course, because I'm not working for free. I'm working for heavenly and eternal things, but I am still here. So there is a level of, you know, working here too. So I don't know. That's what I've been thinking. I'm going to start this page. We'll see how it goes. Maybe, I don't know if people are going to want to join, but it will be, I think $5. That's what I'm thinking is like a $5 thing. So it'd be kind of like, you know, an entertainment kind of thing and just social fellowship. I don't, I think I'll start off with no like community live streamy type of things where, you know, we're all talking together. That will be like a lot of pressure on me, but I think we could build to that possibly. Um, but yeah, there'll be stuff there to enjoy. So if you guys are interested, but I'll keep you up to date on that. I'm going to just work on it, get some content on there and keep praying on it. And, um, if we're still here, November 22nd is when, or if, if I can, if this is going to work and it's God's will, then I'll put that up and I will tell you guys, um, how to reach that. And yeah, I'll just have a lot more there and be filming myself as well as filming others. And just, like I said, just kind of community stuff, like maybe fellowship stuff, talks on interesting topics, uh, maybe controversial stuff. That's the other thing too on YouTube. You can't say a bunch of stuff, you know, there's, so I feel like this is more like a, a private, more smaller elite group. And, um, by having it be on Patreon and being a little bit of a cost to somebody, it's you're not going to get just everyone. Whereas when you are on YouTube, you're just throwing it out to the World Wide Web. Everyone's coming and that can be a blessing and a good thing in its own self. Um, but it's also nice to have smaller, committed, kind of like a more intimate group that have kind of earned their way into that group. You know, I do think I have valuable things. Um, when it comes to, you know, entertaining you guys or whatever. And I think I can um, earn your time as you watch the channel and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I'm still going to keep doing this. And yeah, I hope you found that stuff interesting that we talked about. And check out the Henry Groover dream. Um, you can pray on it. I don't know. There was pieces that didn't fit. But like I said, sometimes these dreams don't come to pass exactly as we have them. And sometimes some of them are warnings. So some of them can be deferred. But I don't love when people give these prophetic things, these words from God, and they don't happen. That I take great caution from because prophecies in the Bible, they came to pass. But if it's like I had a dream or I heard a word or I had a vision and you're not coming out right and say, I prophesy this or something like that, then they possibly can have a little bit of tweaking because I saw it with my friend like that literally happened it didn't she didn't dream of her loved one she dreamt of another scenario but it really was the same so you know there's a little differences with Henry's dream but it looks like it's still happening I mean how could he dream of those two of that country and then you know at the same time it's happening that the queen died and then this new king is here and he dreamt that so something like that so I think it's worth giving it a look. Either way, convergence, it's all too many things at once. I mean, you got the red heifers, you got all the things. 
Um, I mean, obviously I could go through a huge list and talk and talk and talk, but you've got all the things and all the puzzle pieces. Um, everything is set up. It's just, again, with the weight and suddenly, I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. He's God, we're not. And this is how it's going to be. There is going to be this waiting. And when the suddenly comes and he says pencils down, you are going to want to hope that you felt like you gave it your all. And I will say, I once had a flash vision of me crawling across a finish line. I was in like a red runner's uniform. I probably said this before in shorts and like the jersey, you know, the runner's uniform. And I was crawling across the finish line. So I'm not trying to put on people that you should be at your most amazing place right now. Most people sound pretty tired that who are looking at all who've been looking at all this stuff for so long. They sound pretty tired or frustrated or angry or done or sad or, you know, whatever just ready to go and they are just more that way that I've seen them in a long time um but that's where it comes to it's worth it because when the miracle or the breakthrough or the rapture or any of these things happen there's no turning back it's the start of a new age a new era Jacob's trouble is a whole new era and then the millennial reign is a whole new era and it really is whatever this is kind of like the this is the training ground, or that's not even the right word. This is the place where you set up your eternity. And I'm not talking about earning your salvation or something. I'm talking about rewards in heaven, crowns, who knows, placement into military-like levels um, when it comes to how close you are to the intimacy to Christ. Like, I, I, okay, hold on. That didn't come out right. I'm not trying to say like, oh, if you're so, if you, you know, run the race really hard here, you're going to have better intimacy with Christ. I don't, maybe, I don't know. What I mean is, see how even on earth Christ had the whole huge group. He had like, he even sent out, I think it was like 72 people. And then he had to, you know, when he sent them out. So he had a huge disciple group. Then he had the 12. Then he had, he had the two that he was always with was like John and Peter. He'd take them, the transfiguration and, you know, closer, closer and closer. Then he had the one. John was even closer because there was a time when Peter had to ask Jesus something and he tapped John and said, ask, ask the teacher, ask rabbi, ask him this question. So because he knew he was even closer. So the harder you run here, like you, you don't know, it could be like that where that intimacy. Now I'm not trying to be weird or whatever. I'm just saying, um, it could be. And that's even what I'm doing with this Patreon thing, um, where it's like, I have this huge, vast group of YouTube that I love and there's weird people and bad people, but there's people I love. And then this might be a chance to get like that 12 or that inner, you know, more circle. And then in that there could be other things like closer levels and I don't know because they have tiers and levels and whatever I'm saying all this not knowing if anything of this is going to happen I'm just moving along in the mundane life and when the trumpet calls I'm good to go so I'm just moving along but yeah I just I wanted to point that out that there are these intimacy levels and groups and that's okay it's okay to have um, these groups and I actually saw that in my millennial rain dream when I had this dream of the millennial rain and I'm not all about constantly talking about dreams it just happens to be that's what I'm talking about right here but I had a group I had a group and I know there's so much more to that but I was told I had this group and I was going to them I didn't see who they were and um, I saw some someone I knew I saw and I knew I wasn't part of their group which is you know so I knew I 
I might not know who they are. I mean, I don't know who they are, but um, maybe there's that intimacy levels. And I think that's so cool because um, we have that here on earth. You know, we have vast amount of friends sometimes and then, or like acquaintances or people we just know. And then we have like smaller and smaller till it gets down to very, very close, pretty much two or one person or whatever, like really small group. So anyway, I've talked for quite a while and I went way longer than I thought. So I hope this blessed you. It was interesting to you. It was kind of all over, but just touching base and I will talk to you guys again soon or hopefully see you in the air. And until next time, God bless and shalom.